Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Phoenix, Arizona, it's time for Phoenix Business Radio, spotlighting the city's best businesses and the people who lead them. Welcome to 3C Amplified. I'm your host, Jacqueline Destrems, and twice a month I'm here to highlight the businesses, nonprofits, and individuals collaborating to amplify their impact in the community. This series is sponsored by my company, Another Hand Advantage, where I create marketing strategy for community-minded small businesses and nonprofits. So today, let's get this show started. I would love to introduce my guests. Um, here in studio, I have with me Loren North of Through the Closet Door and uh, Crystal Holman, founder of Crystal Clear Photography. Hello, ladies. Hello. <laughs> Excited to have you both on here with me today. Full disclosure for anyone listening, we all know each other pretty well. So at some point, who knows what might, we might just start going off on a tangent and you're all going to wonder <laughs> what's going on here. But um, but we do know each other quite well, um, but I will have them each introduce themselves and tell you a little bit about um, what they do. And then we'll jump into kind of a little bit about how we've all worked together and uh, a little bit about collaboration. Uh, that's going to be today's show topic. So Loren, let's start with you. Want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about Through the Closet Door. Sure. Um, my name is Loren North. I am a clothing stylist and personal shopper for men and women. And so what that means is I work with them to find their unique signature style and help them create looks that align with that for professional or personal times in their life or both. And I uh, have a unique spin to this because I work with them to restyle and reuse what they already own. So creating new looks with their existing wardrobe and I shop consignment as well. And so all of this is done sustainably. Awesome. And Crystal, how about you? Want to tell us a little bit about Crystal Clear Photography and a little bit about how that's unique to photography? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Crystal with Crystal Clear Photography. I'm a brand photographer, so I work with uh, small business owners and solopreneurs around the valley to help them develop professional images that fit in both their brand personality and their style so that they can reach their audience in a fun and new and exciting way through social media, um, website images, and uh, much more. Great. So I actually met both uh, Crystal and Loren at two kind of different points. And strangely enough, we all came together um, through a mastermind group at one point as well. But one of the things I wanted to point out, which kind of struck me when I met both of them, is just the uniqueness of what they're doing and the unique, what kind of uniqueness they bring to their companies. So as Loren was pointing out, Loren was pointing out her unique spin is that She's a personal stylist, but she's going to work with you on what you already have in your closet, which I always find is unique because I think maybe some people might have that idea of, oh, when I'm working with a personal stylist, that means we're going to go shopping. I'm going to have to spend a ton of money. And that is totally not the case. And then the other really cool thing is the fact um, that you shop in the consignment stores. And um, so I thought that was a really you know, kind of unique spin on that. And then when I met um, Crystal and started looking at her photography and and that's actually even evolved a little bit, Crystal, since we first met. I loved the fact that you focused just on businesses. You weren't mm -hmm. doing, you know, families, you weren't doing weddings, you were just focused on business. And I kind of feel like that um, kind of that laser focus obviously not only helps you in creating, in attracting your ideal client, but mm -hmm. I think it really helps 
in a way for you to even serve your clients because you do have that laser focus. Yeah, it definitely helps me serve them a lot better. Um, you know, you, jack of all trades, master of none, I think is the way that goes. <laughs> right, uh, so I'm yep. a firm believer in just, you know, being very laser focused and, and niched in a particular area. And like you said, you're able to um, provide a lot more services and things that are going to be geared towards what that particular client needs. And so I love having people come to me and knowing that they you know, get help with their brand, with, you know, how to put their brand into images, um, all the way through the shoot, making it fun, you know, helping them loosen up behind the images so they can really show off their personality and style and, um, bringing it home with the, the up and giving them, you know, tips and, um, you know, mentoring post shoot on how to use their images and, uh, making sure that they're using them the right way to keep the high resolution and the nice quality and, and things like that. Right. And what kind of brought us all together, and I mentioned this a couple of times, so we'll, I'll just jump right into that. So what brought us all together was I actually had this idea a couple of years ago for a way for me to better serve my clients. At the time, I was just doing web design for my clients. And I was finding that when I asked them for their content, they could get me their written content okay. They got me their logo. And then they'd start sending me these photos. <laughs> and not only were they you know, not necessarily of the best quality. A lot of times they were stock photos. They always wanted the picture of a woman in a call center on their contact me page. And I'm like, is that you? Is that what you look like when you answer the phone? Um, so I was looking for a way to partner up with a photographer who could help my clients at the time, you know, bring some personality into their business and kind of show that off in their marketing. So they looked more authentic. When people went to their website, they said, oh, this is who I'm actually working with. This isn't, you know, some person in, this, in that same blonde woman in the call center or, or you know, yeah. that, the same guy standing next to his truck um, or whatever that might be. So when I first met um, Crystal, I actually, you know, right off the bat thought, oh my gosh, this is, this is kind of what I was looking for, for this event that I wanted to have. I had met Loren at a, at a uh, separate event through Local First Arizona. And um, it just so happened that Crystal had also met Loren. And I, I don't know, was that through Sparks Mastermind? Was that through Coach Aaron's that Mastermind was, yet? Or? It was actually through Gals. Yep, it was through Gals <gasps> That's Inspiration That's right. Hub. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you guys actually knew each other through Gals Inspiration yep. Hub. So actually in the midst of Crystal and I talking about how I wanted to put this event together where I helped my clients with their marketing and Crystal took the photos and then we worked together to incorporate those photos into their social media and their um, website. We both, I think kind of at the same time, maybe even said, what about Loren? Should we, you know, I, it's important that, yeah. you know, when you go to the photo shoot, I'm sure you hear this all the time, Crystal, I don't know what to wear <laughs> or I don't have anything to wear. I don't know oh, all the time. Right. I don't have <laughs> professional headshots done because I wouldn't even know what to wear. And so we decided, you know what, Loren needs to be a part of this too. And so was it last year? I was just saying ahead of time, I don't know what happened to 2017. It, it was a blur. <laughs> but last year, so last year, the three of us kind of got together and we, we came up with a business brand um, kickstart. So, and, you know, through that, I really kind of learned um, the power of collaboration and how much easier it is <laughs> to do an event, especially events are, uh, there's a lot of moving pieces just how much more smoother that went. And you guys can speak to this as well. One of my tips, we'll just kick that right off. When you are looking to collaborate with another business is make sure you know the people 
a little bit more ahead of time. And I felt like I knew Crystal really well. I knew Loren really well. We all knew each other through social media, through a mastermind group. I think that was one of the reasons why that worked so well for us. But yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there is like, that's how we ended up getting together and working on something together. And we can talk about our business brand kickstart a little bit later. Loren, why don't you talk a little bit about, because again, like I said, this is why we both thought this was so important. Talking a little bit about that question everybody has or that statement that everyone makes, I don't have anything to wear. <laughs> and how that, you know, and how that helps, you know, a business, uh, somebody in business who is trying to bring more of their image into their brand. How do you help them out with that? The refrain, I have nothing to wear is usually said when you're staring in a closet full of clothes. <laughs> um, so a lot of times what um, I help people overcome is that decision fatigue or paralysis through analysis. One of the key things, if you are a business owner and you're um, really trying to figure out what you should wear, not only for headshots, but for when you go to networking events or you are representing your business, is you do want to get inspired. So you want to use some sort of a tool, either magazines or Pinterest. I um, usually use Pinterest with my clients to figure out what is the persona um, and image that resonates with you. And then you also want to think about who your clients are, what you're doing with um, day in and day out. So if you're a business owner, you may be meeting with clients one day, you may be in and out of your car another, you may be, you know, networking in the evening. So what are the lifestyle demands that go with your particular business? And so then you want to bring together the all the lifestyle and, and business considerations with the inspiration. And then it's time to go into the closet. It's time to look at what you have that inspires you and see if you already have that in your closet. And I'm going to tell you, there's I would give it a greater than 50% chance that you already have this item. It's just been pushed to the back of the closet. You forgot you had it. Um, and some of the clutter may be things that don't fit you or things that you're never going to wear again. So sometimes an edit is in order so that you can bring those things that uh, best represent you to the forefront. I also have kind of like a formula that I use for my business owner clients in particular. And that is that um, you need to be intentional. And so that process I just described is the intentional part. It's not just, I'm going to wear this purple outfit today and tomorrow I'm going to wear black. And let me back up a second too. Part of that inspiration and lifestyle consideration includes branding colors. If you have a brand color or colors, wear them. And if you don't, select colors in a limited range that you really enjoy wearing and wear them consistently. So the first step is intention. The intention to wear clothes in a style that resonates with what you do professionally and what you do in a day-to-day -day basis then you want to be consistent. And then that makes you memorable. And so for example, I always wear a bright or always carry a bright fuchsia bag with me everywhere when I am representing my business. And I've had at this point, people say to me, Oh, I knew you were here because I saw your bag. If I'm at an event. So, um, so it works. <laughs> so, I love that bag. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> And that bag was actually part of our brand shoot when we did the business brand kickstart. <laughs> yeah, and I was actually, we were talk, you were talking about stock photos and I would like to share that um, Crystal recently completed my own custom set of stock photos for my business and I gave her the pink bag, of course, as well as a <laughs> yeah. number of other items. And it was fabulous because I no longer am on 
Canva or wherever trying to come up with a stock photo that I think is like, okay, Mm -hmm. because they're never surpassing that okay level. So um, being able to get stock photos, it means that's a whole other set of photography, not just like personal photos of yourself. But um, you talked about that at the beginning too, Jacqueline. It's it's like life changing. <laughs> so the, the pink bag is featured prominently. <laughs> so Crystal, as I mentioned, so when we did the business brand kickstart, we automatically thought, okay, the very you know the first thing that they need to do is you know before they get to the photo portion of our event is sit down with um, Loren and go over what they're going to wear. So. Can you talk mm-hmm. us a little bit about how much that has changed the way how those photo shoots are a little bit different than maybe some, from the photo shoots you do where they don't have that, <laughs> where they don't have that um, sit down with Loren first? Yeah, definitely. So it's it's preparation. I mean, it's part of the the process. You know, I try to help people as much as possible, but I'm definitely not Loren and I don't have uh, <laughs> the extra styling pizzazz that she gives people, but just they, they're they really prepared and they're confident and they know what they're going to wear. And I think that's part of the overall experience and, and really getting the most out of your photos and the experience and working with all of us is just feeling like we're helping you through the process of preparation and stepping away. You know, I've had them come back to me and afterwards and go, you know, I, I really love the images. I love the way this worked out. Um, you know, now I'm going to feel even better. So if I do another shoot with you down the road, I'll kind of know, you know, what I can wear and what to team together and, um, you know, choose the best outfits and stuff like that. So it just, you know, it's a, a big change. If I could, you know, tote Loren with me to every photo shoot <laughs> and have everyone do, you know, just this, just this brief 30 minutes with her to feel more prepared and kind of, you know, plan out the outfits and the, the earrings and accessories and things like that, that they're going to have. I think it would just make a world of a difference to everybody. And I think overall, and um, so uh, back again, I've actually worked with um, Loren on my own, on my own style. I hired her for um, some styling. And I just have to say that one of the big takeaways for me from that was just knowing, okay, this goes with this, (laughs) this looks okay with this, having my Mm -hmm. Loren approved, Mm -hmm. I joke with some of my other biz buddies that also know Loren, my Loren approved outfits is one less thing for me to have to worry about. So if I'm going to a networking event, I'm not sitting there thinking, I wonder if I have the right shoes. I wonder if they're looking at my, the color of pants I'm wearing or anything. I already know. I'm like, okay, I look good. I'm Loren approved, you know? And I Mm -hmm. feel like that has to, you know, that has to be one of those things too, when you're getting in front of the camera, if you're not somebody who's in front of the camera a lot, then (laughs) that's just one less thing for you to have to, to worry about. And you know, at the end, when you get those pictures back, they're going to look great in your marketing images. They're going to look good on your social media and on your website because um, they're they're going to be in your brand colors or they're going to be projecting the kind of personality that you really want to bring to your brand and to your business. And I just think these days it's so important. I mean, everybody talks about, you know, being authentic and authenticity, but I think it goes beyond that. It's not just being authentic and being yourself, but how do you project that then? And how does that tie into your business and what you're doing in your business right. as well? And are you walking the walk? And what does that look like? So so we talk, we've been talking a lot about brand and, um, and brand image and things like that. Crystal, going kind of going back to your unique take on photography. One of the ways I've worked with Crystal is I actually took one of her flat lay workshops. Can you talk a little bit about flat lay, what that is, and why everybody should have have some flat lay images for their business. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Think they do. <laughs> if I do say so myself. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I love doing the, the flatly workshops. I've run uh, two successfully now here for the Phoenix business owners. And flatly is basically the um, pretty styled images that everyone sees on like Instagram or social media that um, is a pretty aerial, like, you know, over the top view um, of a styled items basically. So uh, most of them people have seen through um, like fitness or you see different influencers and they've taken a picture of like their coffee and the flowers and the books and like all these awesome things that they have in these photos and it comes together and it looks so great and well thought out and you know and they capture the image and they snap it real quick and they put it on their social media and everyone's like how in the heck do they do that? Um, and so that's where Flatlay kind of steps in. Um, the Flatlay has become widely popular as um, one of the most known um, types of stock photography. So it is a type of stock photo. Um, it is just one that people can actually take themselves. So what I've done with the Flatlay workshop is kind of empowered um, the business owners to learn some of those tips and tricks that us professionals use to shoot Flatlays so that you can do it at home or in your home office and be able to capture some quick things that are going to tailor to your brand. Um, it's cost effective. And then you can quickly, you know, share it on social media um, as a way to kind of fill in because maybe all of your images don't have to be your face or about you. They could also be about some of the items that you want to share with your clients. Like maybe you read a new book and you got some great marketing tips out of it. And Jacqueline wants to share that with some of her followers and recommend this particular book. She can lay it out, style a few things around it on her desk and snap a quick photo upload it and be able to share it immediately with her audience. Um, so flatlays have become very popular, very important um, as a great filler item through social media, a way to capture attention. And they become a, a great kind of talking piece as well to kind of use um, also. So it's been fun kind of creating these workshops. They're, they're very hands-on. Uh, because I'm a I'm a believer and I learn best by doing things. So I created the workshop to be informational, but to actually stop. And we had a whole part of the workshop where people just got to shoot photos and they used props that I had and they had brought props of their own to incorporate their brand colors. Um, and it's that's another great thing about them is they can help you with a lot of the brand consistency. So when you're looking for a way to continue to tie in your brand and adding in your colors and um, the things that are important to you and the things that you talk about the most, um, one of the greatest ways of being able to incorporate that and do that is through flat lays and being able to shoot some of those on your own. And then just being able to, um, one of the things that I actually learned when I was in your workshop, Crystal, was the different ways you can actually crop that image and get more, even more images out of it. And then adding, uh, you know, maybe a, an overlay and some text. And um, Lorraine, I've noticed in your Instagram feed, since you've got all of Crystal's awesome <laughs> pictures now, I've noticed your Instagram feed, but just being able to use it in so many different ways. And then one of the things that I talk about with my clients when we, I first sit down with them, I do a marketing review with them and, and start working on strategy with them is everybody's busy, especially if you're a solopreneur, you're being pulled in so many directions. And like I was mentioning, by having your your kind of your wardrobe picked out for you and approved per se by by a stylist who knows more about it than maybe than yourself, by it just is a time saver. And in this sense, it's a huge time saver as well. So I'm always looking for ways when I'm working with my clients for them to save some time. And a lot of times they say, I want to be more involved in social media, but I don't know what to post. I don't know, you know, I don't have time because what they're doing is they're finding out, oh, it's Thursday at 12 o'clock. 
I'm going to be on this radio show at one. I should probably post about it. What should I post? What picture should I use? What size does it need to be? By that time, it's 1245 and you're running late. So I try to say, (laughs) plan ahead for those things. Mm -hmm. Get some some of those images that can, um, that you can use over and over again and maybe just, you know, put some different text into it. And one of the suggestions when we did the business brand kickstart is a couple of the ladies that we worked with on this past one was, I said, make sure you get some really good headshots of yourself with different kind of different expressions on your face, but something that um, you can use in your social media. So if you are creating a post where you're asking a question, say on Facebook, you're not just asking the question with some text and slapping in like, oh, here's a pretty picture of a plant. It has nothing to do with this, (laughs) but here's a plant because I want to use an image. They say use images. Um, You can actually use an image of yourself (laughs) looking like you're asking a question or something to that effect. So so I wanted to talk again, kind of go back to that whole collaboration thing. And I had mentioned, you know, one of my tips was, you know, knowing the other people well that you want to collaborate with. Um, say it's somebody that you want to collaborate with, but maybe you don't know them so well, you know, get to get to know them. There's nothing that says, okay, I shouldn't collaborate with them because I don't know them well enough. But when I ask that question of the two of you as well, so what are some tips that maybe you feel are kind of important going into it and, and working in it? What makes a successful collaboration for you? I think trust. I think when I think we all joined together, you know, we immediately were able to establish trust that one another was going to, you know, get done the tasks and things that we kind of assigned to ourselves and that we were going to, you know, pull this together and we were all going to equally work as hard as possible to make this a successful and fun event that we could continue on to do. So I think uh, trust is a big factor in that because if you're not trusting who you're working with, you know, that obviously is going to create a little bit of an issue there. Yeah, I think we had established that magical trifecta in business, (laughs) the no like trust factor, (laughs) because we knew each other. And I think I'd known you ladies for at least a year, if not more, before we even started the first business brand Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. And then I was a client of Jacqueline's and vice versa. And Crystal, you and I had done an event with um, the Gals Inspiration Hub group that we were involved with that Tisha had. So we had started to know each other we obviously liked each other. And then through (laughs) that time period, then the trust was established so that, like you said, you're right. We weren't like, oh, I wonder if Crystal's actually going to like open her email. Like we just knew, (laughs) you know, we knew that we were all going to step up to it. So it it is helpful, I think, to have that time to know people and to see them in different settings as well. You know, because I knew you ladies through in-person meetings, virtual meetings, um, our work together. And plus, I mean, that is really what social media is about as well, is I could see your posts. Like Crystal, I knew that I wanted you to do my stock photography. Not that this is really about collaboration, but I guess it kind of feels feeds into it is because I saw what you were doing on Instagram and I'm like, I want to be like that. <laughs> and that goes back to that consistency because now your you know, branding images are very consistent. And so it's like another layer of that whole like business branding, you know, is like your, yep. your consistency with your image, consistency with your online presence and be that pictures of you or pictures of... um objects that represent your brand. And so definitely, you know, um, we could go on and on about social media, but there is 
something, you know, people are quietly stalking you, whether you know it or not. (laughs) That's really what's happening. And then next thing you know, they're going to be your clients and you never saw it coming. (laughs) You know, and and one of the other things I was going to point out too, is that I feel it. So we, I feel like going into it, we kind of knew a little bit about each other's strengths and weaknesses, but at the same time, we were all honest with one another about what those were as well. So for instance, the, um, the first time around, so we've done the business brand kickstart twice now our first time around i don't think we did any we didn't do any like facebook lives or instagram live or anything mm-hmm. we did mm-hmm. you know no, but this time around we were like hey we should do more lives we, do, we should do some facebook lives and, and crystal said well most of my audience is on instagram let's do some instagram lives and <laughs> i think at the time loren you had had you been doing lives you'd been or you hadn't done really any done at least any. And, <laughs> and so with <laughs> Loren, if if it had been left up to Loren, we probably wouldn't wouldn't have done any. She's she's saying yes, that's true. So, but we knew that, you know, and so we were, you know, we knew that going into it. But Crystal, on the other hand, was like, "Come on, let's go, boom! I'm I'm connecting now." And we all just sat there going, "Uh oh, we're going live." <laughs> and we had a few snafus through it as well. But again, we had that kind of working relationship where we all could just we were like. Were we texting or messaging each other going, what's yeah. going on? Oh I can't God. see you. I can't see you either. Well, what I think we just we able to laugh it off and just, yeah, you know, we just laughed it off and started it over. <laughs> but, but yeah, again, so knowing each other's strengths and weaknesses and being able to kind of, you know, hey, I know that this isn't your, your strength or this isn't, you know, really where, um, you want to be, but this is what, we, you know, this, this is where we can pick that up. Um, and then on the other side of things, like Loren kind of said, you know what, I'm going to put together the survey and I'm going to put together the, um, some of the follow-up stuff helped keep me on track with the, uh, what went in the emails and things like that. So yeah, I think we all really just played off each other really well in that sense. Yeah. We, we quickly leveraged, um, one another's strengths right away. So we all collaborated with one another. I'm curious to see have you guys collaborated with anyone else on any other projects or I kind of feel like I know what your projects are, but not everyone <laughs> does. So I know uh, yeah, I've, I've collaborated with a few people. And I know that you do um Crystal, you actually do quite a bit where you um reach out on your social media platforms and ask for people to send different, you know, products and goodies and things that like, for instance, for your flat rate workshop, and you had a really good response mm-hmm. with people sending, sending you some fun items that we could get that we could uh, use during the flat lay workshop. We want to talk a little bit about kind of how did that come about? Like, how did you reach out? Was it was it easy? What What, what kinds of obstacles did you maybe come up against? Yeah, it was actually, it was, it was pretty easy. I was able to reach out within a Facebook community of um, businesses and brands that had stocks, not really stock shops. <laughs> they had products that I could use in my stock shop. They were all small business owners like us that were looking to get their brands out there. And those typically, those type of companies will look for events or workshops or things like that where they can get exposure for their items. They typically get a trade-off, which they did with me in that case, you know, know that they will get tag backs and things like that. So it's just more exposure for them to be able to hand out. And since I like to keep the workshops small and intimate so that people can really learn hands-on, um, it wasn't as big of a deal. I just reached out and you know simply asked if they would be able to donate a few items, um, whether it was a couple or if they had enough for each person to have one that we had, you know, around eight to 10 people um, in each workshop. And it was 
uh, it was surprising and it was like, it was pleasantly surprising to see <laughs> how many people, um, were interested and were just, you know, like, Hey, I'd be happy to, you know, donate you a couple of shirts or, you know, donate some pens or, you know, all these different things that we could use for flat lays and to really challenge people and give them some dimension and what they were trying to shoot and create. Um, and it was fun, you know, just to, to collaborate. If anything, it's also expanded the people that I now know and can rely on for different things. And I, you know, in exchange, gave them a couple of images that I shot myself because I wanted them to have something back that they could use and say, hey, you know, I worked with this person and did a workshop for them and they gave me some images. And here's a couple of images of my product that they could share also. So I think when people collaborate together like that, they realize that it really helps promote everybody and everyone's business and the cross exposure um, that you can get with working with people like that and creating those relationships and knowing that you're going to refer one another for things like that. Um, People really appreciate it. So yeah, it it was, it was actually a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. (laughs) And it's been fun. It's, it's been fun. I've done it a couple of times now where I've reached out and just asked for a few little sample items and things that we could incorporate. Um, and I think that's something that we changed even with business brand kickstart from the first time around to this time around, we were like, Hey, we want to give people more. We want, you know, everyone that comes to this event for us to walk away with so many extra free things that we can put in their hands because we want them to be successful. We want them to implement the things that they've learned from us. And we want them to also have a few little thank yous from us and the people that we know. Right. And I like how the first thing that stood out to me is when you talk, we're talking about that, as you mentioned, Facebook groups and how you reached out in Facebook groups. And I, I find again, it's, you know, social media, it's called social media for a reason. And you're supposed to be social mm-hmm. on it. You're not just selling, 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 selling. And so for you, you know, being in that Facebook group, I doubt it was because you had never said a single thing. And then all of a sudden you mentioned that you wanted free product and everyone was like, oh, here and throwing it at your right. feet. <laughs> you had a relationship with those people because you, you know, you kind of, you built that. And, you know, like you said, it's turned into even more of a relationship from there. So, yeah. Yeah. I even did it through Instagram. I think people mm-hmm. um, just forget sometimes, you know, to reach out and ask or, you know, reach out and get to know the people that you have following you or the people around you. And so that was definitely exciting for me to be able to, to put that out there and receive such, you know, love and feedback from everybody and people wanting to chip in and, and give us so many things that we could give back to other people. And Loren, what types of um, collaborations have you? They've been very limited just with you ladies so far and working on another one in the future. So still in development. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, what sticks out to me though is um, with your fashion excursions. And yes. yeah, so you, I, Thanks for I know I'm like, Hey, guess what? <laughs> I was like, she's done some stuff. Yeah. Well, I just, I feel like that's kind of a collaboration because you worked with, um, you worked with coach Aaron to put on a special fashion excursion. And I'll let you explain what that is because you know, it'll sound much better coming from you. Um, but um, you put together a fashion scur- excursion for our mastermind group. And I thought that was kind of a, that was a collaboration. That was a yeah. collaboration. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was like in March, which seems like forever ago now. <laughs> so I had an idea that started um, at the end of last year. So the 2017 blur. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only no, one. No. Um, oh, yeah. That was... My mission is twofold. One, I want to do the styling and help people and change their lives through that because it's truly what it is. But my other mission is to literally save the world because that's part of my like, that's what drives me. 
And we have a um, surplus of unwanted clothes in this country and, and billions are made every year. And so that's one of the reasons I shop consignment. It's better for the planet. It keeps these clothes out of the landfill. And so I wanted to bring more of that to more people and also expose folks who had never even been to a consignment store what all you could find, the value that was there, the, the fun surprises and treasures, and also the fact that a consignment store is generally a very clean, well-curated boutique shopping experience. Um, there's sometimes like a myth around that. And so to trial this idea, <laughs> I started this last year with my mastermind group, but we actually went to a Goodwill. So those are thrift stores, not consignment stores. And we did it on 50% off Saturday, which meant everyone had really good strength and fortitude that day. <laughs> and, um, we got a lot done. And we did that with um, our mastermind group, Sparks. It's um, run by our um, friend and coach, Coach Aaron. And then I did another one with those, uh, that same group in the spring of this year. So, um, and the way they operate when they're not within the, um, within the mastermind group community is they're open to the public. So I call them fashion excursions, but what they are is they're consignment store crawls where I take, invite people to shop with me at one store or up to three stores. And it just depends on the schedule that I have set up. And it's pretty awesome because I've had enough now where people come in and say, I didn't think I was going to find anything. And they're walking uh-huh. away with, you know, six to 10 items and they're so happy with what they found. So and yeah, it's, it is, it's a great introduction, like you said, for those people who are like, Ooh, consignment, you mm-hmm. know, or, or thrift <laughs> store or whatever. And, um, you know, it's kind of strength in numbers, you know, sign up with a friend or family member or something like that. And then it's, you know, it's not, not as, uh, not as intimidating, but yeah, it was, it was a ton of fun. And I know we were kind of guinea pigs in that, but I thought, you know, that was a really great way to kind of collaborate, like you said, and test it out because, you know, when you do have these new ideas, you know, like I said, I had this idea. I had no idea. Uh, well, I had an idea, but I had no idea how I was going to to fulfill it. I, um, you know, I didn't even have a name for it. Actually, Loren was the one that came up with business brand Kickstart. And um, yeah. she was feeling quite good with herself that day, too. You're like, wow, I never come up with good names for things. <laughs> and She was really excited about it. I know. It. Crystal and awesome. I were like, let's hurry up and write that down before we forget. But um, <laughs> but but yeah, it was it again, like I think, what you know, like you were saying, you, you have this idea, but you're thinking, oh, how am I going to execute it? And then just maybe through the relationships that you have made through, you know, networking or social media and groups online and things like that you know, pull from those experiences and kind of think back to those contacts that you've, that you've made and see, you know, who might be able to at least just talk me through this. Maybe they don't have anything to do with your end service or product or whatever that might be, but maybe it's just somebody that you can bounce those ideas off of. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was kind of when Crystal and I were first talking that day. I don't even remember what the initial why we were even talking, Crystal. (laughs) Were we talking? I don't don't remember (laughs) if I was working with you on marketing or... I think, oh yeah, I think I was working with you on marketing for what your, maybe your first flatlight workshop. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's, that's there we go. Yeah. And then towards the end, yeah. yep. And then towards the end, I was like, let me run something past you. Cause in all honesty, I had talked to at least three other photographers before I talked to Crystal and one would, oh yeah, I'm so interested. Never heard from them again. The second one kind of looked at me blankly. You know, and she thought, I'd rather just go shoot a wedding or something to that effect. You know, so I thought, okay, not not a good fit. But when I told Crystal, you know, we were on like a Zoom session so we could see each other online and it was like she lit up, you know, and I thought, this is it. (laughs) But um, 
but I certainly didn't go into it with like, oh, I hope I get to work with Crystal sometime so I can ask her about this event. <laughs> this event. It just it just happened organically mm-hmm. and kind of down the road. So I'm trying to, there was something that, um, there was something that you said, Loren, that I wanted to go back to and, and unfortunately did not make a little, a little note of it. So I can't remember what that was. When we, oh, I know, we were going to go back to talking again a little bit more about some of the changes that we made between the two business brand kickstarts, kind of how that came about. So when we did the very first one, I guess, you know, the the format hadn't really changed between the two. We were we still wanted them to work 30 minutes with me on their marketing strategy. And then they met with Loren for 30 minutes, talked about um, wardrobe and styling. And then the, you know, the kind of the final piece of it was working with Crystal and getting those photos done. But I think one of the really important things that we did, and again, another collaboration tip here is after the event, we all checked in with one another and said, what do you think? I think we all did a really good job of kind of being honest with one another. And not that I mm-hmm. anything went terribly wrong that we needed to <laughs> air. But um, I, I guess that experience for, for me at least was, uh, was important because I was still kind of holding on to the event as like, this is my baby. And, you know, do I really, you know, this isn't really what I had in mind. But I think I was okay with how that, you know, changed and evolved. Again, going back to kind of that relationship that I had with the two of you, but just that trust and then actually getting to see you working with the clients at the event as well, where I could see where, oh, you you know, that you're right, that would make this even that much better. So having that kind of that check-in afterwards, I, I feel like was really important to kind of move things along and being open to saying, okay, maybe some things didn't work or here's some things that did work. And out of that came our second business brand kickstart and our mm-hmm. third in yeah. September. Yeah. 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 I think it's a lot of like, you have to be honest with yourself and honest with each other because yep. we're all facing schedule limitations this fall. And we talked about that. So we talked about if we were going to you know, change the format or kind of keep the same format. And pretty sure we're just going to go with essentially the same format with, I'm sure, little tweaks here and there. But just because that's the reality. And um, I think that's really important because you always want to like push yourself, but you can really push yourself into a space where you have too much going on. So like, you know, too many priorities means that nothing is a priority and it just won't get done successfully. So I do appreciate that because none of us then looked at each other and was like, oh, well, why aren't you going to be able to do, you know, we were all very, very upfront with each other. And it was a safe space where we could have that conversation and, and not really be, you know, judged or feel bad about the fact that like, hey, my availability isn't as much as I, you know, it would be in the spring. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I agree with you. It felt it's a good, yeah. we created a good space. <laughs> yeah, I think it works. That there's uh, the three of us and we we are able to be kind of honest with each other because one of us would be like, oh, hey, you know, what about this idea? And, um, you know, we, we would all come back and be like, okay, you know what? Actually, we think it might be a great idea, but maybe not the right fit right now, or maybe it's something we can add later. And I think, yeah, like we said, we've kind of all done really well with bouncing those things off each other, being understanding and, you know, really not putting any feeling into it. It's just more of, yep, you're right. That's a practical decision. It doesn't make sense. We'll kind of curb that and have conversation afterwards and then decide what we want to do in the next one or mm-hmm. um, something like that. So I think we, we've all been really good at kind of checking our emotions at the door and just saying, hey, you know what, this is business. This is, you know, what makes sense to what we're trying to do and the people we're trying to reach and, you know, taking one another's feedback. And like you said, just being really understanding too, just of all of the things that we have going on around us. Because Lord knows me as a mom and my children. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I've got the, mo- the most obstacles over here. So <laughs> yeah, I think it's great that we're all very understanding and, and able to work really well together. And it's just kind of, like you said, organic and totally effortless. Like we're not fighting each other to understand or, um, or, you know, make changes or things like that. And I think that last point there is so important. And um, not that everything has to be effortless, but if you are going into a you know possible collaboration and you're working on it, and I just had this happen to me not too long ago, where um, I had another idea for something, and I thought I had um, a good group of people that I was going to be working with on that. Every time we met, it was like I felt like it was like pulling teeth. I just you know, to try and get as like, you know, (laughs) like, come on, we talked about this before, you know, and feeling like I was the only one really taking it seriously or putting as much effort into it. And nobody wants it to feel like, you know, your junior high or high school group projects where you had to do everything and everyone else just said, oh, that sounds good. (laughs) So as difficult as it was for me, I had to walk away from that. And I had to have that honest conversation. And I, you know, they felt the same way. They just hadn't told me yet. (laughs) And so it was me bringing that up and saying, you know what, I don't think this is going to work because this is, this is the way that I work. And, um, I was kind of expecting more from this by now. And I, you know, I'm looking at this realistically and we're looking at trying to have an event in two weeks and we're still talking about, you know, logistics for that we had discussed three months ago. So, um, so again, you know, if it, if it is a ton of work for you, that the whole point of a collaboration is you're trying to all work together <laughs> and make it, you know, make that outcome a little bit easier. So if it is a lot of work, don't feel, you know, take that feeling out of it, Crystal, like you um, had mentioned, take that feeling out of it. It's not like, hey, this person's a bad person or I'm a bad person or whatever that may be. Um, it's just not going to work. And maybe it'll work later. Maybe, you know, it just had to do with, you know, what everyone had going on in their lives at that time. And being able to move away from it, move on from it, and you know, new doors, new doors open. At least they did for me. Once I kind of let that go, I honestly, within a week, had a whole new opportunity that I had no idea was even coming around the corner, kind of fall into my lap. So, yeah, no, I agree. I've, I've had that happen to me before as well. And um, you know, you 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 pick up and you you move on, and you hopefully you know things will circle back around. But yep, I've. I've been in that situation and had a collaboration too that just didn't quite uh, didn't quite work out. And you know, one of the things I looked at was actually kind of comparing it to you know what we have going on. And I was like, you know, this is just this is what a partnership should be like. We should have you know things like this work, you know, and not feel like it's so much work mm-hmm. to make it work. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. But uh, but you know, sometimes when you try to force things together because you really think this is how it's supposed to be. Um, you know, it kind of leaves you feeling a little empty. Um, you know, if anything, it was a sense of relief to walk away from it and say, you know what, this is just not working, whether it's the people I'm trying to work with or the idea itself, but maybe sometimes stepping back away from it. Um, if you're not sure about the partnership or the relationship that you're going into and working with another person, it's okay to walk away from it and, and readdress it later on when you feel better about the situation and are ready to ready to jump in. Well, we are kind of winding down here. How did that happen? Um, so I did want to give you each kind of a, I wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I know we discussed your businesses and what you do, but, you know, Loren, you kind of talked a little bit about your fashion excursions. But if somebody wants to work with you as a stylist, and like you said, you work with men and women, um, I think that's, you know, kind of an, another myth, I would say. You do a really good job of kind of dispelling those myths um, in your social media as well is um, you do work with men and women. Um, what do 
you know, what does that look like? What do they need to do to kind of get started? What can they expect um, from working with you? So everyone starts with a session that I call design your signature style. And so that's to establish what are the goals that you have for your style? What are the lifestyle demands like I talked about at the beginning? What are your lifestyle preferences and also just your preferences in general? Because as I like to say, everyone pretty much in general wants to look like confident and pulled together. And yet, if that looked the same to everyone, we would all dress the same. So it doesn't. (laughs) It means different things to different people. So we're trying to establish, you know, what is the style that you want to portray? And then that basically sets the stage for any future work. And so uh, the process then is um, coming to your home to restyle your clothes. Um, this is not like a television show where I make you throw away everything. <laughs> you know, spend $5,000 on shopping. Um, so it's very organic if things do leave the closet. A lot of people have a myth that they're say to me, well, you're going to make me uh, get rid of everything I own. And I'm, and I'm like, no, I'm restyling it. So if I got rid of everything, there would be nothing for me to work with. If things leave the closet, it's because you've determined that they either no longer fit or you've recognized the fact that they are no longer part of your style. They're no longer part of your future. And so um, it's a much more gentle process. Um, It is not a draconian, get rid of all of this (laughs) and it has to leave. Um, And then I shop for my clients. So Jacqueline was talking about the time savings. There's that time savings and and decreased stress when you're getting ready in the morning. Um, But then shopping for people, which is how I shop, they just show up and try on the clothes. Um, so there's not there's none of that effort or that grunt work associated with shopping. It's already done for you and pulled and you just have to try on the clothes. So um, there's a lot of just overall time savings with the process. And then, of course, for you moving forward, you have a lot more confidence in your own decisions and how to style yourself. And that was probably one of the best parts about when I worked with Lorraine is I showed up to, um, and I always forget the name of the store. That, a second look. A second Simon. look. Mm-hmm. And I walked back to the dressing room and there was two big racks filled with clothing. And all I did was went inside the dressing room and she just handed things into me. Put this on, <laughs> put this on with this, put these shoes on with that, do this, do that. And then she took pictures of it all and then sent the pictures to me. So I literally, there's times I have them saved in my phone in a special mm-hmm. folder. <laughs> and I'm like, am I supposed to wear these shoes or these shoes with this? I'm like, oh, that's what I wear. But that was probably the best part of that shopping was because for me, going through racks and racks and racks. I'm like, Ugh, you know, I, it's not, that's not fun for me. And so that was kind of one of the best, the best parts of that experience again. And I will say too, the same thing. One of the, my hesitations to working with a stylist prior to this was one, because I thought only, you know, only celebrities work with stylists, not little old me, you know, <laughs> which is not true. And second, I thought she's going to take one look at my closet and she's going to say, why on earth do you own these things and get rid of them? And like, I can't remember what show that was where they, they literally went in there with like trash cans and started throwing things out yeah. and people were crying. And I thought that's going to happen. But luckily I stalked her enough on, on social media to know that it was not the way that she worked. So and then the fashion excursions, those are all listed on your website, correct? Yes. Yeah. When, my website is lorenenorth.com and the fashion excursions are at the top banner. So I've actually expanded them for 2018. So now they are offered monthly through the end of the year. Ooh, so exciting. And you do private Yay. ones too, right? So yep. if somebody wanted to get together like a group of mm-hmm. friends or I think you even have like a mom daughter-daughter group coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, so people can do private ones too if they want to. Correct. Yeah, yes. great. Okay, Crystal, your turn. So we talked a little bit about your <laughs> flat lay workshop. I know you just had a headshot marathon. Talk a little bit about what those entail. And then again, some of the other services if people are interested. 
Yeah. So I offer um, a variety of services depending on what you're looking for. Um, one of the fun pop-up things that I have here and there is a headshot marathon. And it's kind of like mini brand headshots that you can do. Um, and this time I actually added something fun that I think I'm going to do again. And that was a little lifestyle setup. So um, this time it was kind of a little more living room meets your office um, type feel. And we had a lot of fun with that. I encourage people to bring props. And those are little mini sessions that are 15 minutes long. Um, and you would be surprised how many images you can get in 15 minutes. Um, but I prepare you and you come in, you set up for a quick time slot. Um, and it's super affordable. It's only 60 bucks and you get a couple of images with it and then you can purchase more if you want. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun. So I do those about every couple of months. They kind of pop up here and there. There's a spot on my website, um, for that specifically. So you can sign up. So make sure that you get the first email about it. Um, if I don't already have one planned out for you. And then I also do the workshops for flat lays. So teaching you to shoot flat lays, whether it's with your phone or with a camera, you can do either or, but the workshop is geared for the small business owner just trying to empower themselves a bit more and being able to take control of shooting some images for their social media. Um, and those workshops, again, are kind of held a couple times throughout the year. Um, you can head over to my website for that. There's separate, um, separate tabs for that. Again, you can sign up to be the first one to receive notification for the ones coming up here in the fall. And then, of course, I do uh, full brand shoots. So um, whether it's helping you kind of develop your brand, um, deciding what images you might need for your new website, maybe you're working with Jacqueline and trying to get your marketing up and going, um, any of those kinds of things, we can sit down and kind of brainstorm how to make those images work, incorporating your brand um, and everything in those and setting up a full brand photo shoot. Um, so all of that information, you can find it on Crystal Clear Photography, AZ. Dot com um, and it's crystal c r y s t a l uh, clearphotographyaz.com and you can also stalk me if you'd like on Instagram <laughs> and Facebook on Instagram I'm crystal clear photography az um, and Instagram, you can watch my stories for all kind of behind the scenes and fun tips and things that I will share with you guys. I show behind the scenes of photo shoots and fun things that I do from that standpoint. And I also show behind the scenes for my flat lays because I shoot a lot of those things in my home studio as well as the professional studio. So you can kind of see both sides of that. So um, got a lot of, lot of different things there I can provide you and any kind of mentoring that you might need around that. So feel free to reach out to me. Great. And we will have all those uh, social media, website, all those things linked um, when this uh, broadcast is ready for um, download and available on the website. So if you have been listening live and you missed any of that, we will definitely have that available for you. But you're going to go ahead and wrap up today. Like I said, how on earth did that go by so quickly? But I had a <laughs> feeling that it would. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you so much, both of you. Um, this was so much fun. And um, again, you know, I, I really just thought, you know, whenever I talk to people about, you know, working with somebody else and trying to get them thinking about, well, maybe, who you know, because there's somebody who can collaborate on this. I, I try to share with them kind of my experience with working with um, the two of you for the business brand kickstart and kind of how that went from, you know, idea to execution. And I've had many people say, oh, my gosh, you should do a blog about that. And I'm like, eh, writing, I'll just talk about it. Instead. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so you've been listening to 3C Amplified, where twice a month we share how others are connecting, creating and collaborating and inspire you to be part of something greater. Until next time, I'm Jacqueline DeStrems with another Hand Advantage. 
Let me help create a marketing strategy to put your organization and mission in front of your target audience. Mm-hmm.